You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! of the High Hopes Podcast, Fritzy, it's a game day edition, buddy. Let's go! It is a game day edition, and uh, Michael Lorenzen is officially back on the on the NLDS roster, so everything is fine. It all worked out. We're, back, all... Where, we're back where we needed it to be. Weston Wilson off. Uh, this actually just broke like the second we started recording the podcast. So, um, so yeah, so it's a game day. It's a Strider day. Strider! I... I now, like, I don't, I, I just, beating Spencer Strider would mean so much to me personally, James. And I think it would mean a lot to everyone that listens to this podcast and loves the Phillies. Like, everything, you know, with the fans and with, well, what, they, they're just such crybabies down there. And they feel tense. And it's time for the Phillies, James, to add to that tension. I love it. I'm so excited, man. Like, I, I can't wait to get them in this freaking building. Like, that's what I want desperately. Tonight, we get Ranger in game one. We talk so much. About, like, first and foremost, I, like, I, I, I'm, like, frothing at the mouth, Jack. Like, I, oh, I, wow. feel, I, I feel like I have gotten a taste of what the greatest thing on the planet is. And all I want is that. And I need it every single day. Like, having two days off as much as I needed to sleep, which I did. Um, which I really did. Like I needed that sleep, but I was I didn't want it. Like I I needed it, but I didn't want it, Jack. I just wanted to be sitting down in front of a freaking TV at six oh seven tonight, 
watching our team back at it. Like I'm, I'm addicted to Phillies playoff baseball, Fritzy. <laughs> I mean, what an addiction. Um, <laughs> and, and now it's like, um, my, like the only thing that matters, I don't care how they get it. I don't care if it's tonight. I don't care if it's Monday, like this split, has to happen so that it's not 0-2. I mean, listen, they're up 2-0. I mean. Oh, just, buddy. It's, oh, it's buddy. But I'm trying not to get too ahead of myself. Um, but if, like, a split and, and having Citizens Bank Park with the chance at, at a win in game three and a closeout in game four, like, that's what I need. And, like, 0-2 is deflating. Um, 0-2 is 100% deflating. And even the magic of Citizens Bank Park, it'd be hard to be like, they're going to go do the thing. Um, get a split down there. Uh, and and the main thing, James, and, and I mentioned it in the open, I mentioned it when I was walking around with Walker this morning, is, <laughs> is, is just that there's, there's angst down there. And it's so funny how that it, it's like shifted here. Because for, for the majority of the time that we've recorded this podcast, and frankly, the majority of our lives besides 07 to 11, like the Phillies always found ways to lose to the Braves. And, like, they have always just been the team that's been a thorn in our side and would always get the backbreaking hit against us. And it's just so fun to kind of be that team to this Braves team and their fans. It's such a difference from what, we, what usually happens. It, it's like a polar opposite, man. It's like over the last, you know, I was going to say two years, but it's really been like over the last year, basically since October 2nd or 3rd or whatever it was in Houston last year to clinch, like since that moment, you know, we've progressively gone with this team where in big games and just kind of period where we used to expect them to disappoint us. We used to go in to a series with the Marlins, for example, and expect everything to go horrible and like, you know, it's a painful loss, 19 to 11-esque type of thing. Like, that's what we went in expecting to happen. And like, somehow, Jack, over the last year, like, we go into these things expecting to beat the crap out of great teams. Like, this Braves team, Jack, is like, Maybe the best lineup of our lifetime, probably. Probably the best lineup of our lifetime. The first team to ever slug 500, like a non-Negro League team. A Negro League team has done it. No Major League Baseball team has ever slugged 500. What do they have, like seven or eight dudes with 800 OPSs? Obviously, they got 41-73 guy. Like, this lineup is is like all uh, most home runs ever tied it. Like, an all-time insane lineup. And it is. They are a great team. Like, I'm not trying to take anything away uh, from from how great this team is, but, like, I think the Phillies are going to whoop them, man. Like, I'm super confident going into this, and it is it is still strange, Jack. Like, this still feels strange. It's awesome, but it is strange. It is. It, it is very, 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 very strange. And it, it's, I guess, the best way to describe it, and, uh, you know, maybe his quote, this is what gets him into the video yearbook again. Um, but Elliot, <laughs> Elliot. Oh, look at this. I love this. Yeah, I'm giving him, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him credit because it's, it's, it's the way that I think it, 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 it feels is that the Phillies, I feel like are heading into the series and, and just can't wait to play. Whereas the Braves are heading into this series. Like, we better not screw this. What a great dude. Shout out to E, baseball guy. Our guy Elliot, you know? He's always been that way. He's always yep, been he's that always way. Been but that's guy. a great point, man. I, that's exactly what it feels like. It's exactly what it feels like. And 
you know, um, like Destiny tweeted out yesterday about how she's listening to Atlanta Sports Radio, and they're like, a lot of a lot of angst, a lot of complaining about reseeding. Like, why why are we not able to reseed? I don't want to play the Philly And and the hosts are like. The hosts are basically like, "Can you guys grow up? You're like the best team in baseball." What yeah, are you so that's what we about? would be. I, exactly, that's what they should be saying. That's I mean, they should be saying, but but like that's how that's how the fan base feels, and it's so funny because like it's just been such a shift since last year. And I guess um, my good pal, good close friend, and so, <laughs> Kevin McAlpin, he is <laughs> like, oh, oh, buddy, I, I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, buddy, the the feud we needed. Like, as if there wasn't enough animosity with this Phillies-Braves thing, you know, the the real feud we needed to take it to the next level. Right, and I had no problem with Kevin McAlpin at all. I was like, you know, whatever. And then he tried to, like, dunk on me two times in a row with, like, Phillies, uh, with, like, Brave stuff when I talked about the Phils. And I said, hey, Kev, just a reminder here, pal. You're a Phillies fan. Yeah, so like, why don't you don't calm forget, down? I don't, don't, I don't forget where you came you from, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I don't care that you do radio down there. Like you're, you're a Phillies fan. Why don't you just, you know, relax a little bit? And honestly, honestly, real quick, and and just, you know, I'll let you go on, but but if you actually are a Braves fan now, just because you did radio down there, like that's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard in my life. So let, let's hope you're still a Phillies fan. Yeah. I mean, come on, come on, Kev. Let's let, take a chill, though. I know you know you gotta do some things for jobs, but relax. And then um but then, but I, I was like looking through his, his tweets and, and he's just like, every reply is, this team's not good enough. Bullpen's going to let us down. And I'm like, is this, am I talking to Phillies fans? Like, is this, is this what, this is what Phillies Twitter is usually like. This is Braves Twitter on a team that has like a hundred, is a hundred plus win team with the best offense in the history of baseball. Like there's just, James, I need to feel, I need to feel the fear. I need to feel the fear from this fan base. And it starts tonight, man. It starts tonight. It starts with our guy, Mr. Slow Heartbeat, Ranger Suarez. I, it's weird. I the, the way they talk is that they don't think he's going to go very deep into this game. And You think it's like a Sanchez-Backer type game? No, I think – so if, if I was reading the tea leaves right, it, it feels like he goes four, and then they just bullpen them to death for the rest of the game. And I Which think guys arrested? Is, guys arrested. We didn't use guys. You know, I mean, both our starters gave us almost seven. You know, six and two and, and seven. So yeah. So, but I but I think that if I was going in the mind of Rob Thompson, um, you know, you, you, you do it in game one, and then you have Wheeler you, in game two. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You have Wheeler in game no, two. I mean, Wheeler against Freed, no less. So you assume, like, who knows? Maybe Max Freed goes out and battles through the blister, and we've seen that dudes do that. But, like, likely the Braves are going to need innings out of Strider tonight because they're going to have to use their bullpen tomorrow. So it's kind of like a, a inverse in those ways. I just like the uh, the battle of the blister. It sounds... <laughs> it does, right? It's, like, a, it's a, like dramatic, actually. Yeah, it's like the battle of the sounds, bulge or something. Sounds like a big one. <laughs> basically, the battle the, of the blister. basically the same as the battle of the bulge. Like the, for sure. the bloodiest well, battle of all same time. Same intensity, yeah. for yes, sure. Of course. Um, yeah, so so it seems like they're going to be like really, really aggressive. If they can steal game one and then, like, this is how it played out last year. It was. I'm getting excited talking about this, dude. I'm getting excited talking about stealing game one. Yeah, I am. I am because you're right. That's what happened last year. You know, Ranger didn't even pitch well in game one. If you no. remember, like they won no. that game seven to six. That was cast the Casty game with the hits and and obviously the catch. But like Ranger wasn't good in that game. And the big difference off of what you know how this year's team is set up versus last year's team is like 
you know, they they held on by a thread last year because Eflin was like so shaky in the ninth. Totally. Now, I mean, Kimbrel <laughs> might be shaky, <laughs> but they just have they just have way more way more options and way more people that they can go to and way more like um, you know uh, they have guys at the back end that have done it that feel have you know feel like they could close out a game if necessary. So if I was reading this, it, it seems like they're going to be really aggressive tonight. If Ranger gives them even three or four, or whatever, and then they kind of bullpen their way through it and just try their best to steal a game tonight and then give Wheeler a chance to either go up, you know, 2-0 or 1-1. It's like the ultimate best-case scenario. It, it's the dream scenario, man. I mean, look, the the dream is winning game one. You know, look, and last year they had the same opportunity. They ended up winning the two at home, and it didn't matter that, that Wheeler lost game two there. But, like, with the way Wheeler pitched in game one and the way we feel about Wheeler and the fact that, again, he's going up against the Battle of the Blister, I mean, that's... Like, if the if the Phillies can steal tonight, like, I, like I feel like the series is over. And obviously you can't say that. The Braves are good and all that. But, like, I feel like if the Phillies can win game one, it's, like, pretty much a lock. Like, I know it's not. I get that. But, like, to set themselves up, like you said, to have Wheeler with a chance against this free thing and then to come home where, you know... I said this on the radio yesterday, and I was really thinking about it because it's like, you know, being back in that ballpark for those two games against the Marlins and and that, you know, invincible feel, Jack, that we had last year, you know, obviously up through the 7 nothing game, it was like, we will never lose a playoff game at this ballpark again. That was what we literally felt in our hearts and in our minds and in our souls and what it felt like in that ballpark. It took a World Series no-hitter to end the mojo at the ballpark and actually lose games there. Like, that's the level of absurdity that it took to take the vibe out of Citizens Bank Park. Like, I just, I feel so confident. I'm so back to that. I'm so back to, like, it is going to take a miracle for them to lose games at home. Like, I just, I feel so confident. I can't, to your point, you said at the beginning, it's, and I feel like the whole city feels this way, man. Like, we did a poll who was going to win Braves Phillies yesterday on the morning show. It was 82% Phillies. And, like, that's awesome. It should be, but it's like the Braves are really good. It is It is a, a surreal feeling going into this, just like last year. And last year was almost like hope, confidence. This year, it's like earned confidence, it feels like. Well, it's so funny you brought up uh, your, your Twitter poll from your show because I thought this was fascinating. So, <laughs> and you know that this brought a big smile to my face. And I, I promise I'm not uh, messing around with the Eagles fans. But, oh, yes. Yeah, I know, I know exactly where you're going. We had a Twitter poll yesterday of which do you have more confidence in, the Phillies splitting in Atlanta or the Eagles going and beating the Rams on the road? 50-50. It's wild. 50-50. The Rams stink, by the way. Like, yeah. Like, like, like the, Eagles, the Eagles should go and destroy that, that yeah. football team. Like, stop. It's 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 going to be a party this weekend for for us. But um, but I just thought it's just so interesting. And, and – I gave I gave, I had maybe my most James Seltzer moment on the Ooh, air. Ever I love this so much already. I don't even know. I don't. This. I don't. I don't usually go full Seltzer. I know. You know on the radio, few, few do, um, few do. To be fair, and I don't. You know, I, it's it, it's a lot, and I and I almost <laughs> felt like I was having, I almost felt like I was having an out of body experience. You know, but but I said on the air yesterday. I was like, I think both are going to happen. Like, I, <laughs> oh, yes. Welcome aboard. What Positive friends. <laughs> what a sickening feeling, being happy. I know. Um, Believing in things. It's such a <laughs> such a weird thing, right? Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. If you ever wanted me to get super positive on the Eagles, just have the Phil's going to play <laughs> <laughs> It's a good vibe spread, baby. 
<laughs> that's that's the good part. So, um, but yeah, I just like there's such a there's such a belief, there's such win at our sales. And what I like the most, and and we've talked about this a lot about this team, is that they feel it so much from the fans more than almost any other team that we've had around here. Where Not it's just almost like, more than any other team they've had we've ever had. But, period. And, and it's like I, I feel. I feel like Garrett Stubbs is the liaison between the fan base and and the team. You know what I mean? Like he's the one that has the overalls. He started that. He has the you know the dancing on my, you know the 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 locker room celebrations. He's the DJ. The whole yeah. thing. By the way, I know you probably hate the song, but you know them dancing around the Dixie Land of the Light with Go Phils. I'm in on that. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how anyone couldn't be in on it. And it's not my brand of music per se, but I'm fully in. Couldn't they did it for in. Justin and Tennessee. Yeah, it's so great. I, I couldn't support it more. I'm, I'm fully, fully in on it. I, that, I mean, that locker room is just. <laughs> I, I didn't get to see it because obviously we were there. Um, but just going back and rewatching, I, I, I thought maybe they. I, I, I doubted the Phils. From the standpoint of being able to still party the same as they did last year, I mean they're right back in it. It's they, wild, man. It's just like, and again, we talked about this, I think, on the post game and all that. But like, I really think like, and I don't know whether it's you know five percent of their motivation or ten percent of their overall motivation or whatever it is, but I think a part of their like they want to win the World Series, they want to be champions, they want to win together. Like there are a lot of things that motivate this group. I believe that the, that. Wanting to get those parties together is a not insignificant factor in their motivation. Like, I think they live for those things, man. I think they play for those moments, to get to do those moments together. Like, the celebration is part of the whole thing for them. Yeah, well, 100%. Like, 100%. Because I think it was Cassianos that said it the other day. I think he said, I think something along the lines of, don't let us celebrate. Or, like, don't let us have a chance to celebrate. Yes, dude. Oh, I'm so in on that. Dude, I I very, very much appreciate, like, comfortable Castellanos. I I, I just love him. Oh, dude, I think he's become, he's actually becoming, like, a folk hero, I think. Like, like the Wes Wilson thing, I don't know if people saw this, and you did, but, like. Oh, my God, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Like, the fact that, and Alex Coffey, of course, you know. The goat. Just the goat. And it was, we finally, I I personally finally got to meet her in person at the games. What a lovely experience. Alex, you are the best. Such a huge fan. But, um. But, like, the fact that he's just, like, let Wes Wilson and his wife live in his house when he's been up here. Like, he's like, well, don't, don't spend. Well, Ben Simmons' house. Yeah, well, that's right. He's like, but don't spend your money, man. You know, like, what a what a, what a guy, man. Like, what a, what a human. Like, and, and that's what we've seen with Castellanos, I think. Like, last year we started to see it in the playoffs. We saw the, you know, the jungle thing and the whole thing. But I think this year, like, like from the standing on the top step with the towel to the, like, you know, all the comments throughout the year to the way like you could tell like he's the guy on the team who everyone wants to to get his their, his approval like they're always trying to make him smile they're always trying to get him to like play into the games all that like there's something about this guy where and I, we're not around him but like I feel like if you're around him like he's the guy everyone wants to be their friend he's the guy who's like just got this kind of awesome vibe to him that that seems like again like like he's becoming a folk hero in this city well and I um I think part of that story was they were like a couple of bottles of wine deep and and, and they and, started tattooing each other. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. 
Nick's like, so I guess Wes Wilson's like learning to become a tattoo artist. And Nick's, and he's like, I got my gum me. And Nick's like, tattoo me up, bro. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's team, man. This team is different than, it's so different. than any, Like, they're just like getting, having some drinks and like, you know what? Give me that tattoo. I don't care. You know, um, they're just the best, man. And they do, like, they, they just, they deserve they deserve the ultimate prize, man. Yep. They, yep. This team, the way they bond, the way the city is bonded with them, the way the the bank is now like the talk of sports, and it's so interesting to me because I thought the crowds from 07 to 11 were unbelievable too. I just don't know why, like why everyone's. I guess because they've been away for 10 years. Yeah, but, but honestly, they're more intense now. Like they are. Honestly, but I, is I, that? I don't know. It is, dude. I'm telling you, it is more. I know it seems like it. I, like it's we're just prisoners in the moment. I'm telling you, man. Like I was old enough to remember both, and that was. I'm not taken away from those crowds. Those crowds were crazy, but like it felt like then it was more. If you, my opinion on it, the difference between 07 to 11 crowds now and again, 07 to 11 crowds, some of the best I've ever been a part of. I'm not ripping it, but before it felt more like it was the cool thing to do to go to a Phillies game. It was like. Like, you know, if someone had Phillies tickets, it's like, yeah, I'll drop everything because that's what you do. It's like It was like a thing to do as much as it was uh, uh, to root the team fun. It was like almost just the thing to do. It was cool. The Phillies were good. We all did it. It was like so much fun. This feels like a, this feels like a mission. Like this feels like all the fans are going to the game to, to have an impact, to freaking win, to, to be a part of this communal experience that is unlike anything that, that any of us have ever been a part of. Like, I don't know. Personally, this it really does feel different than anything I've ever experienced, Jack. I, I, it really does, man. I like I can't, I can't say that anything is like it. Well, and I guess the difference would be, the difference would be like, we've been empowered, like been told so many That's times. That's true how, too. Yeah. How how like you matter, and like if you t- again if you tell Philly sports fans and need them, you know like the the to kind of prop us up even more. Oh, buddy, come on! Like it's gonna be it, it's it's gonna create an atmosphere of like we're going down there to to influence the other team, you know. And um, I I think that's what we learned after last year, and yet all those guys and, and the way that they talked about it. I just don't I don't totally remember the 07-11 guys talking about like wow that was an insane crowd because I mean. You know, the crowds before 07 to 11, like 04, they had sellouts a lot because it was a new stadium. And so Tommy and all that stuff going on. A lot of those guys had played in front of a, a, a pretty good crowd at Citizens Bank Park. But this team, for a majority of them, they were <laughs> playing in front of like 20,000 and like, you know, just kind of a dead ballpark. And... You know, and then they got to experience and like, oh, my God, they weren't lying. Like when, when we when we get in, they show up. And I, and I do think the like what you said, I do think the last year, the 11 years of pent up frustration of waiting to get back to that spot, of waiting to get back to that ballpark, of waiting to be there to see it. And then the moments that brought it out of us, like I do think there was something special with that. But I think that that like raised the bar. I think it raised the bar where this year everyone is going down there like knowing what it is. Like, all right, we set a threshold last year. Last year we said this is what Citizens Bank Park will be in the playoffs now. And it is unlike anything we've ever seen because of 11 years of pent-up frustration and losing and all this stuff. And then we got this team going on a run that, remember, by the time they came home, they had already won a series. They had split 1-1 in Atlanta. Like, we were all in on this group and, and so excited and just ready to pop off. And they kept winning here and it kept happening. But I think the result of that, because last year was bigger than than 07 to 11, 
I think that this year it's like a, a bar has been set. And it's like, all right, if I go down to a Citizens Bank baseball playoff game, like, uh, it's going to be like that. Like, this is the the level we have set for what we do. And it just, it feels different to me. And, and maybe, again, and maybe it's part of it's prisoner of the moment, but I really, I personally do not feel like I've ever been a part of anything like what Citizens Bank Park has been the last year plus. For, for I agree. Games. And I like that the computer sound co- continues to... Work its way into the... Uh... It's old school. We haven't done that in a while. So, yeah, I, I, I miss looking at you. We've been doing a lot of shows in person lately. It's a real bummer. Uh-huh. So, for those that don't know, so we uh, we were basically like, we have to get a, a show out before the series starts. So, we will be on tonight uh, on WIP. Check us out, the post-game show. I'm going to come to the studio. We're going to do the whole thing. Uh, and then, obviously, that'll be up in the feed. But we're like, we got to do a pod. So, I run into the studio. I got to run to parks in a few minutes to do Go Birds today. But, like... We just had to do it. So it's been a while since we haven't been, you know, together and staring at each other. And that's when you get the uh, looking uh, longingly inside, at each other, talking about. That's right. Baseball. Yes, I, I miss it. I, I need to look at you. I've been enjoying being around you. By the way, we should address it. Speaking of being together, um, the locker room stuff. Like we should probably, you know. I, yes. So I've, I've. Here's my biggest question, and and it's. An, I think it's an important one. Like, cause look, I mean, honestly, let's be honest. If we're talking about high hopes, ethos, and all that, we have. I think the, the best part about this podcast, and I know you'll agree, is is the community that we created. And it was the whole point when we started it. We like the whole reason this podcast happened is because we're like, like, we know there are people who love the Phillies as much as us and who are sickos and like care about them, even though they suck and even though they're losing, like and by the way, we started during a 66 win season, uh, or whatever it was that year. Right but, on time. Yeah. Like, but like we wanted to like find the people like us who cared like us and built this thing. And we've had this community and like it's the most important thing to us is the community we built. So with that in mind, and also with the fact that we're 23 minutes into this show and we've only talked baseball, which is, you know, not like Odd. us. Not like us. Uh like locker room celebrations, post game shows, like I'm a little worried we're jumping the shark, Fritzy. That that's my concern. Yeah, but also you got you got to do it when you can do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Like we're, we're, we're it was like the greatest night of our lives. I am kidding. It was the coolest thing that's ever happened to us. It's been a big one. It's been a big one, and it's been a fun little, uh, obviously a fun little stretch here. And I just. I just want that feeling again. Like I just, I, I need them back here. Clinching. I mean, <laughs> I need, I need to feel a clinch again at Citizens Bank Park. So it's just, desperately, it's the coolest thing. Oh, it's, it's the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. So, um, yeah, just uh, walking in and and obviously, like I had to send you in first. Like I, not, <laughs> so this is like yeah, not my scene inside yeah. baseball. Like I. I, like I'm the one who go talk to people for us. I'm the one who like uh, like go up first, you know. <laughs> like I'm the one who leads the way in. I'm the one who uh, is a little less, um, you know, like uh, I'm just a little more like um, brash. Outgoing, yeah, yeah. Bra- outgoing. That's well, I guess word. my thing is like I I'm very much. I don't want to be like. Do you know who I am? Now? <laughs> so like I'm more. I'm more like if you notice me, like yeah, you know. Come, come say hi. Yeah, you know, whereas totally. you're just like, bleep it, I'm here, baby. Like, <laughs> no, I'll just, I'll burst in. I don't. Yeah, even, I'm not a, I'm not a burst in guy. No, That's and I don't even care guy. if you know who I am. I'm just gonna burst. I'm, I'll introduce myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm very I, happy to let you know who I am. I'm just here to say hi. 
I'm not a command the room guy. I got no I got no command the room presence to me. Which I, is funny because you are are an incredibly charming person when you want to be, and you really can like own a room. You just don't like doing it. No, I don't like doing it at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. At it's all. like I, effort. You have to like give effort to do it. Whereas I'm just kind of like naturally outgoing. Yeah. 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 I can get outgoing. I just You it's are. Just... No, you're 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 great. Like you're super fun to talk to and entertain. Like you just it's not your natural way. It's same with no. Emily. Like Emily is not like I always joke with Emily and I actually think it's very similar with the two of us where I'm like if you meet the two of us and this goes for Emily and me and Jack and me. You meet us first, you'll be like, "Oh, Seltzer, he's so nice now going. Like, oh, what a what a good dude." You get to know both of us. You clearly like Emily better. You clearly like Jack better. That's the way it works. I'll be the outgoing one, but then once you get to really know us, you find out why the other one's better. Well, I don't know about that. You got, you got to have a pretty sterling reputation. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just uh, just being down there and and uh, running into our guy. Now, do you want me to bring this up, or do you not want me to bring you what you think I'm about to bring up? Um. Okay. So, <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm rifling through. I'm I'm nervous. If it if it does it have to do with getting beer poured on us? No, no, no. no okay. No, well, then no. then I, that's another thing I'll address. But I have no idea. Then so go for yes, it. Yes, you. Well, you do. I do. Um, you do. Yeah. So, uh, we ran into Brian Barber. Oh, 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 guys, you, you're doing you're doing me dirty here. I yeah, I see how it is. Go ahead. So it was so, just go so, ahead. Yep, just do it. Just do me dirty. No big deal. Just do it. So, I'm I'm here. No big deal. It's not like you know. No, not like it was the most embarrassing thing that happened on the great night of my life. But go ahead. There we go. It's not like you thought about it all next day. Uh, it's all I kept texting. I had to I had to text Brian to apologize. All right, so I'll just freaking say it. All right, there you go. So all right, so we're in. First of all, like we get to go into like again, all jokes aside, like getting to go into that clubhouse while they were partying, and not everyone was there. It was you know a little after the initial party and all that, but was one of the thrills of our lifetime. Like there's no doubt about it. Just even being in that room, and then shout out to Diego, translator. Team our translator, guy. our guy, covering us in beer. And, and just to address that quickly, I had no idea it was coming. Yes, I looked ridiculous. Yes. Not ex- I apologize. Weak move by me. I'll take all the crap I get. I mean, for, I Captain, for Captain Beer Chug himself to, to look as, as shocked by beer. It wasn't expected. People were like, how could you not expect it? They weren't throwing beer around at that moment. All right? It was unexpected, but whatever. I will take the L. No way around it. Totally worth it. I'll take an L every time to, to have that experience. It was so freaking cool. But we're in the locker room, and we're going through, and and all of a sudden, you know, who's staying there but Preston Mattingly and Brian Barber? No big deal. And, like, no big deal. we start talking, and it's like, oh, Preston. I'm like, wow. And he looks like his dad, all right? Like a young, like not exactly, but, like, you can, if he says his name's Preston and you look at him, it's like, oh, a Mattingly. Got it. Like, could put that together. Um but then it's like, Brian Barber's right next to him, and I'm not even looking at him, really. I look up, and he's like, hey, Brian, uh, James, nice to meet you. And he's like, we've met. And then it took me a second. I look at him. He cleans up nice, all right? When we did our interview with him, he's in a, on a hotel in San Diego or whatever, like, grinding, scouting, doing his thing. Like, he looked awesome. He's all cleaned up and all that. And I had never met him in person, and it's the most embarrassing thing ever, all right? I'm so sorry, Brian. I told what I told, what I texted Brian, I told you to text Brian this, and it is the truth, is I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to make it up to him. So that's where I'm at. And, and yeah. thank you for, for adding me to the whole, the whole, <laughs> we don't lie to the house listeners. I've never been a, a more true example of it than right now. Yeah, well, and it was just so shocking. Like, frankly, of all the things that happened that night, seeing you fumble in a in a social situation I know. is not something I had in my business. Especially card. with the name and a fit like uh, that. 
I'm like elite. I'm like elite at names and faces. I'm so bad. At, I'm so mad. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was you, a, I mean, I, I, I would like to point out, not only did you call him Bill Barber. On um, the pod, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I two horrible, yes. I, 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 I wouldn't blame Ryan if he thinks I'm a clown. All right, yeah. I'm really I mean, sorry. I, 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 do, I think it's just fair to wonder if James Seltzer is becoming a liability. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I mean, we could just flip it back around and say you wouldn't have even walked in the locker room if I weren't there. So, all right, we wouldn't have even had the interaction if I had not led the way. All right, yeah. liability, yeah. huh? <laughs> Absolute liability. You got me. Good. And, was, and Preston gave us gave us crap for not having him on the podcast. which was like the most surreal moment. I'm like, what you want? What? Yeah. It was what? Like, Hold on. It's like Preston. Like, you come on right now. Like I'll, I'll go get a microphone. <laughs> Seriously, dude. What a dream. That's so cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a cool moment, but yeah, uh, was a really I look forward to experiencing it again, again after game four. Yeah. I'm, I might just have to start calling Brian like Bruce and then Brad and just, you know, lean into the bit now. Lean in. Just yeah. lean in. <laughs> lean in. It was pretty embarrassing. I feel so horrible about it, but he did look good. Like uh, I didn't recognize him at first. And then when he said we met and I was like, oh my God. And I put it together and I was like, oh my God, shoot me in the face. I feel so dumb. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, Jack. That's, no problem. Uh, as we as we round out the pot here, that was the the exact note I wanted to hit. So that was great. Uh, no, it was a, it was an unbelievable night. And 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 I know we say this every time, but like seriously, I'm uh, like last year when we got to do these games and got to go all of them at, at home, and we got to meet so many amazing amazing listeners of the pod, and it was like the biggest thrill of the whole thing last year. Like Jack, I. I I felt like there were even more this year. I felt like I felt like so many people came. I was like, not this many people could possibly listen to our podcast. It was um it is meeting all everyone at the games and we can't wait games three and four. If you're down there, obviously like we'll be at the WIP booth, we'll be where we stand for all the games. Like, come say hi, come meet us. It has been um my favorite, favorite part of the last two years is like like we talked about why we do this. The community is like actually getting to meet the community at these awesome moments where we're all celebrating this super cool thing together. It's been a, uh, it's been awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the best part of the whole thing. And, uh, um, it's always just like the, the, the pod listeners are special. So, um, we just, uh, it's, it's been the grace. So yeah, outside 126 ish, you know, sometimes you're <laughs> running around, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just being back in the ballpark Wednesday, Thursday, and, uh, it's just, uh, just come back one, one. And a comeback 2-0 would be obviously perfect, but like, just make sure it's a split so that it lets us have the chance to close it out at home and, and give us that opportunity. And uh, if you give us that opportunity, I promise we won't let you down. Yeah, I, what perfectly said, man. I feel exactly the same way. Uh, all right, one, because uh, I got to go to the, the show in a few, but quick one quick baseball thing that I meant to ask earlier and I forgot, like because you did mention it going in, it was the news and I hadn't gotten to really process it. Why do you think they decided to go with the extra pitcher rather than the extra hitter in this series? Well, so if um, I, I think that it's a longer series, so there's more opportunities. And if they if their plan is to be aggressive with Ranger in game one, a.k.a. like three or four innings and then hand it off to the bullpen, that's probably going to be what they do in game four as well because it's going to be one and four. So you think I it's Lorenzen? Just, do you think there's a chance he's the guy they go to to piggyback in a way? Well, I think, uh, no, I just think he's there in a case of emergency or if they're down by a lot or up by a lot. You know, I think, I think their bullpen's pretty set from the standpoint of, you know, um, who they trust in, in high lever spots. I, I feel like it's going to be a lot of, I feel like this is actually like the, the biggest X factor of the series is Jeff Hoffman. 
because I think he's going to be brought in late to get out uh, Acuna and Riley. Now, the the big thing is going to be the lefties, because against lefties, he's not obviously as good. I mean, against righties, I believe he's got a batting average against of 112. So I, I think he's going to be like a, how he used. How Thompson used Jeff Hoffman against Alonzo in that Mets series is, I think, is how he's how he's going to use Hoffman in this series against Acuna and Riley. Yeah, that, and I think Hoffman is so huge, and obviously, not even using the second day was huge. So he's thrown one batter in this playoffs, one batter, and, and it was a very big efficient. One. He did very great, efficient. man. I keep doing what you're doing, Jeff. Um, I also think uh, you know when you look at the Braves, um, Braves pitching staff, you know, I think you're less inclined to have Wes Wilson a right-handed pinch hitter type filling guy when, you know, A.J. Mitter is the only lefty in their bullpen, which is, uh, we didn't talk about, but that is that is pretty wild, you know, coming off this Marlins series where it's like all these lefties they can throw at you. Like, the Braves go, the Braves don't and can't. Like, they do not have lefties. Uh, one other thing on the Braves, what do you think about the man, the rookie, or the young kid, Daysball Hernandez or whatever, who I, I don't, honestly don't know a lot about. I know he's talented, but... But, like, I don't know about you, but we, we talk so much about how annoying Jesse Chavez was. Wasn't wasn't that upset to see him off the roster, man? Yeah, not a great sign for my number one free agent target. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I was like, wow, all right. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I guess he's pretty much in the same role as um, as Orion. You know, he's a guy yeah. that they believe in. And a guy that the Phillies haven't seen and all that type of stuff. Yeah, looking at their bullpen, um, it's it's wild how much confidence. Like, so, hand, I will never be afraid of. Ever. Iglesias, I will not be afraid of. Uh, yeah, well, Jimenez, Bryce Bryce Harper literally owns Rysel Iglesias' soul. Yeah, uh, Joe Jimenez, not afraid of. Pierce Johnson, not afraid of. AJ Minter, always afraid of. The guy who I actually am most worried about is the Tonkin guy. Like he's got really? some heavy stuff, and then he, like uh, righties against him, I think is a really tough look. Kirby Yates. No idea what you're getting from Kirby Yates and then Smith. So they, they put Smith Shire on the um, on the roster, and I think that's be, I think that is insurance against Max Fried. Ooh, that is interesting. And, they, and look, they do need to. I mean, they need to do that. Again, this Freed thing is real. We haven't talked a ton about it, but I mean, Fritz, you were a pitcher. We know. I mean, bliss. And look, maybe he pitches through it. Maybe the blister's not as bad. Maybe the time off and the band aid the other day has helped him out. But like, blisters can. Make a great pitcher bad. Like, blisters can be a, a real impediment to throwing a baseball. Yeah, well, and especially like how painful it is. It could affect pressure on the ball. Like if if yeah, he relies of course, on of course, like if he relies on really putting pressure to generate spin on the curveball, and he just he's just a little bit hesitant to do it because he feel like he, he it hurts. Um, it's a, it's a total game changer. Like I have no idea. Max Fried is probably the biggest wild card. But, no, probably this. he is. He is the biggest, without a doubt, just because we don't know about it is, and we don't know how much it's going to affect him. He's the biggest wild. He's their best pitcher. Like I mean, Strider's the most talented. Like Fried is their Fried is their go-to playoff dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a big X factor, and like Bryce Elder is their game three starter probably because Kyle Wright's going to make the roster. Like it's it's just it's just set up so so well for them. It, yeah. it, like they just. Go out there, take care of business because, like the Braves, the the Braves have holes. They really do. It's not like, like I feel like even last year they had more more no sure doubt. guys. No doubt, no doubt. They did. I mean, they had Charlie Morton last year. You know, I, I uh, the bullpen was better last year with Kenley and all that. Like I just felt better about their team last year from a from a pitching perspective. Obviously, this lineup is is insane. 
it's yeah, Jack, I'm with you. It is um I think the Phillies have a real advantage on the pitching side of things, both the starters and bullpen. I really do. And that's why I can't I can't figure out why the, the series odds are as drastic. I as can't they either. Are. I like full just you know, it's like I, f- go bet it. Like if I if you're a Phillies fan, like bet on the Phillies. Like I can't believe the odds are like that. I I, I think it's just the overrating nationally of of the 105 win Braves or whatever. I agree. I agree. I don't get it. Oh, I'm so excited, Fritzy. Let's go. Let's go. And it's beautiful tonight because like tonight almost feels like a like like we said we just need one down there tonight. Almost feels like a. I, like it's not like a stress-free game. Like we want him to win and all that, but like knowing we have Wheeler versus a uh, uh, at least somewhat hampered Freed tomorrow, like, like Monday. Yeah, like excuse me, Monday. Thank you. Like you do feel like a little bit of cushion going into tonight, well, you know, which is nice. I, I talked about this yesterday, and I thought and I feel this way this morning. Like I, I thought I would wake up with with playoff angst, and I, I'm just way more stress-free than I thought I was going to be. Like I just. I, I can't wait for 6.07, but it's like I'm excited to get to 6.07. Now, of course, when the game starts, like it's, I'm gonna, it's going to be the worst experience of my life. But <laughs> like, like everything leading up to it, I'm not I'm not like like trying to find things to do to take my mind off the game. Like I just I just am excited to sit down and watch this team go to work. Yeah, dude. And, and yeah, that's dude. Me excited. You too, man. And I love Ranger's comments. You know, he's like, he's like, listen, I know I haven't been great this year. I've had my issues. He's like. But I'm mentally strong, man. Like, like he's basically like, I'm I'm ready for this mentally, and I love hearing that because that's what you believe in with Ranger. Yeah, is the fact I, that he's going to go out and not feel that. It. Speaking of that, it's going to be interesting to see if, like, I wonder if they put Sanchez in. I mean, at, at some point, like, because I mean, Sanchez struck out 10. 10 like, yeah, Braves, re- yeah, and he looked awesome against him. It's a great call. Yeah, it's something to think about. I, I, I'm very curious to see how they deploy the bullpen tonight. Like, if, if Rangers threw four and he's only allowed like one, do you keep rock? Do you keep going to him? Well, maybe or do you- maybe you do a, like especially with this group, this Braves group of this lineup of like maybe you just do one through the order with each guy. Like if you could get once through the order with each guy and get to the sixth or the even the fifth with a couple hits or whatever, and then go to work with your bullpen. Like I mean, that could be an effective strategy where these guys aren't seeing these guys a second time. We know we know the numbers now they jump, especially with this Braves lineup second, obviously third time. Yep. Yeah. So uh, uh, options. <laughs> what a thought, Jack. Like, how, that, honestly, it really is this, like just for me. I, I know I got to go and all that, but like I'm having so much fun. All I want to do is talk to you, man. This is so good. We could do like high hopes straight through to each game they play. Then we just talk. Anyway, um, the the uh, and I, now I forgot what I was going to say because I got so excited there. You got so excited. To talk I did. About, yeah. uh, oh, no. Just the, I think the, the biggest difference. Yeah, I think that's the single like there are differences last year and there's Trey and the defense is way better this year and all that. But like the single biggest difference is feeling in these games just how many dudes they can go to. It felt like last year it was your starter and then like hopefully you can get by with Sir Anthony Alvarado and otherwise, you know, we have dudes, but it's going to be a question mark. Like I just feel so much more confident with so many more guys coming into games. And I do like the idea of Kimbrel being back in Atlanta to kind of, you know, a little, little. I didn't think about that. It's a good point. His dad in those Atlanta factor. stands a little bit. It feels, it feels right. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Do, do you want me to run through the take back real quick? Yeah. You got to do it like super duper 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 okay. quick though. Like, okay. I, gotta, I, I, I was out, supposed talk. to leave five minutes ago, but I'm, I'm pushing it. All right. So real quick. Uh, I just would like to point out that you talk about romantic, like baseball being romantic. How can you not be romantic about baseball? These, the, the symmetry or whatever of baseball. Game tonight, six oh seven. Walker was born at six oh seven. I love that. Uh, I just yeah. that 
for me personally. That's, I that's am sure. Uh, that's a good one right there. I that's love a it. funny one. Love it. Um, this is a Bryce series. It's a Bryce series. Like, I, I, I'm not like the Marlins. They have a ton of lefties. I, I don't. I, I give them a huge pass. Like, that's a tough spot for him. One lefty for the for the for the Braves. Um, outside, like Freed, whatever. But like in the bullpen. So this is 100 percent a Bryce series. I feel like with Spencer Strider tonight, it's either it's either he goes shove city or they he's out of there in four. I don't I don't think there's really an in between. I think he's going to pitch well. I actually think this is a lower scoring game tonight personally. It it, it does it does kind of feel like that. Um and Blooper made a mistake. Oh, Blooper, you idiot. Come on, Blooper. What are you doing? Oh, are we... <laughs> Very bad idea. Idiot. Like, I mean, moron. Very bad idea. Log like, off Twitter, even though, like, it's just. Why are you even on Twitter? You're freaking, what are you doing, Blooper? You're like, a mascot. You're like, only going to get in trouble there. Like, what's the upside here? Like, come see me at the game. I'll be mascotting. Like, oh, more people are going to show up. Like, what are we doing here, dude? Like, anyway. Um, Very dumb. Last thing I'll say to your Bryce point. Like, um, I was talking about this with Emily last night. Um, oh, because uh, uh, part of the reason, because we're watching a lot of. The Bryson Stott home run in my house because Zoe freaking loves AOAOK and loves singing it. And now I've watched the Bryson Stott homer with her like 15 times. And it's the coolest thing in the world. I just got to get that out there. Like, and the video with the no announcing like is oh, awesome. maybe the coolest video in the history of, of my life. Like that thing is so cool. So I just watch it over and over again. Again, Stott comes up and she goes, AOAOK. And like my heart melts every time. And I... Thank you, Bryson Stott. Thank you, Phillies. Thank you, baseball. I love it. I'm so happy. Um, but to your Harper point, um, I was saying to Emily about it because we were, you know, saw Harper there, and and you know, just in a moment we we're talking about him, and I was like, I just don't ever remember rooting for an athlete in my life who, in the moment, knew how important it was for him. You know, obviously he wants to win for his teammates, and he wants to win. For the town, he really does. Like, I really believe that. He wants to win for the organization, the whole thing. But, like, I don't ever remember watching a guy in a moment in Philadelphia. Like, I remember guys in other cities and stuff. But, like, who, like, you knew, he knew how much this mattered to him, to his legacy, uh, to to his story, the whole thing. Like, I just don't ever remember. Like, Jalen Hurts wants to win every game he plays. Like, he's a, a maniac about winning a lot. I don't remember a guy, like... Um, knowing what it, what a championship meant, and like talking about it that way, and 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 wanting to go for it so badly the way Bryce Harper does right this second. Yeah, and, and I think he's, I think he's been the straw that stirs the drink for this team. Like while they're celebrating, they're having a great time. Like the way, like Bryce just looks totally locked in with one singular focus. And I think last year he, he obviously feeling it for the first time and being a part of it for the first time and really experiencing what Citizens Bank Park and this and this Phillies crowd is like. I think he he was like almost caught up in it. This year, it's like I expected to be here. We're here, and we're gonna go do the thing. Like last year, it was like their whole message in the clubhouse was, um, you know, we're not losing, and you know that was good good talking points and had them believing. But it, like they just look more like that team this year, and I think it's led by Bryce being you know, this version of himself and totally, totally locked in. I couldn't agree more. All right, uh, I got to go. I'll get out of here. Check us out tonight. We will be on after the game on WIP, Greg Murphy, and then us. So check us out then. It'll be in the feed. Um, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Get, let's go. Let's get through the freaking day. Let's, let's go. go. 6.07, Walker time. Can't come soon enough. Go, Phils. We'll talk to you tonight. He's Fritz himself.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.